0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Song Mess. I'm Beverly Bryan. And I'm Richard Villegas. How's it going, Richard? Oh my gosh,
1: girl. Exhausted, hot, a little hungry, a little buzzed. Um, You know, but just back, back from Mexico. Back, 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 back again.
0: Well, I'm glad you're back because one, I was afraid that you weren't going to come back. Facts, facts. And two, (laughs) um, well now I get to hear all about festival ceremonia
1: baby we got so much tea tonight so i would uh recommend everybody grab a cold beer or your uh you know favorite cup of lipton Um, or
0: some delicious tamarindo haritos work
1: um and yeah you know sit tight we're about to dish all the tea i'm starving and drinking beer so you already know girl nobody's safe in this episode um but let's finish this song this is javier amena Uh, This is uh, Primera Estrella. This is a song off her album, Mena. And this is a very special dedication to a very special someone who is probably not going to listen to this. We'll be right back. back i'm not cutting that because that was really funny
0: hey guys we were just talking about what to name the adorable handmade turtle figurine that richard brought me back from mexico yes um you know it's funny I'm naming it tilda and not herbert
1: why why, why are you not naming it herbert
0: i already told you that <laughs> because it sounds
1: like herbert oh that makes me so happy that's really good Um, So, yes, uh, a funny story. And um, So, uh, for anybody who followed uh, Song Mess or my own personal social media, um, you might already know that Mexico was not only a whirlwind of
0: hecticness, but it was just flat out nuts. And so, I I... I only know what you guys know. I have told Richard not to tell me anything until we started rolling the tape.
1: Um, And so I didn't have time, like, I was telling Bev, like, I'm post-food, I have transcended sleep. I just don't really need it anymore. I'm just sort of like a being of, of pure energy. Um, and so since I didn't have- about to crash completely in about 10 minutes. You guys don't even fucking know. I had to get up at the crack of dawn today to get my taxes done. That's how hectic this life has been, plus all the writing. But um, since I didn't have any time to do any shopping, um, on my last day, I'm like wa- wandering around La Roma in Mexico City looking for souvenirs. And... Um, Failed for the most part and then stumbled onto this little boy. He was like 15, 14. I guess he wasn't a little boy. He was just, you know, a teenager, but, um, he was selling all these handcrafted, um, little like figurines of like little like animals and stuff. And so like, I bought like a couple of giraffes. Uh, I bought like stuff for like coworkers. Cause I was just like, I rather leave the money with this boy from like probably a town on the outskirts of Mexico city. than like to give it to some faceless corporation at the airport um, so like I gave him legit, it was like a hundred dollars worth, <laughs> worth of pesos.
0: Richard made some good decisions. It was a, I like, I you really should see this turtle.
1: And so I got like a really cool quetzal. I got my boss like a rat because I was like, what's the least gay thing that I can get my straight boss? Um, and it's like this really cool looking rat. Um, and just a, another variety of, of little like turtles and birdies and things. Um, but yes, to get into Mexico. Uh, Mexico was
0: Maybe
1: nuts. Maybe it's really a tortoise. Maybe it is a tortoise. You know, the shell is really intricate. It's, it's really beautiful. You legit almost did not get that turtle. <laughs> Your tilda is almost, was almost Herbert. Um, but, um, so we just, uh, started the show with Javier Amena. Um, and that was her song, Primera Estrella. And that was a dedication to AJ Davila. Um, and again, he's probably never gonna hear this, and that's cool or whatever. El Bebicito now has a very special place in my heart after uh, this weekend in Mexico. Um, so much shit went down. So for example, uh, Festival Ceremonia was just one of the things that was happening. There were a ton of shows, because Mexico City's Mexico City. And so the day that I arrived, um, uh, Algodón Egipcio and Javier Mena had a show as, Great. As well as La Prohibida and Zamoa. And so I wanted to make both, and I figured, well, drag time will start late. No, no, no. Javier Mena didn't even hit the stage till 1 in the morning. And I was like, oh, that's oh right. Oh, my God. We're in Mexico. Uh, <laughs> so she fucked me up there, but it was worth it. That was a fantastic show. Um, we had such a blast. And No,
0: there are, there are, like, tears streaming down my eyes right now just thinking about it. It's... It was, no, it was gold. And like, Wait, I was... The tears are coming out of my eyes. They're streaming down my cheeks. Sorry. <laughs> what is I'm it? tired too. Crying emoji. Um, and so, yeah,
1: and I was really... Podcasting with tears in our eyes. Work. That's going to be the name of the, the episode. Um, and so, um, yeah, and, and I was really excited to see her because I've seen Javier Amena perform before, but I saw her here in New York. And New Yorkers, A, don't really know her music like that, and B are lame. And so I wanted to see her in an environment where I knew her fans would be rabid. And they were like, I got in, in the line to get, get, into the venue and like everybody was 17 and like either gay or like a dyke. And it was really, really something else. Like, um, at one point I was just like, I've don't think I've ever been to like a concert that was that gay. Um, and like, that's really cool. Cause like, she's like, you know, she gives you like a soft butch. Um, and the softest, Butch. Because because she, you know, she's the top, for sure. Like, you know, if you see her, like, on her off the stage with her, like, you know, fitteds on and, like, her, like, no, Adidas I'm, jackets. I'm
0: fattening myself right now. I'm it's like,
1: really mm, yeah, she's don't, she's, she's don't, in charge.
0: Don't make me think about these things. I'm <laughs> not I'm trying not to think about these things.
1: Um, she's the top in our relationship. Um, and then, um, but she's yeah. She's the top of my heart. <laughs> um and so yeah and so she um came out and like she really gave it her all like you know like again bringing people to the u.s like can be a little tricky like in mexico like she was able to have her dancers she has a live drummer um it was phenomenal and it was the show was at this very very strange venue um called cafe bulldog um and it's like it's clearly not a concert venue it is a nightclub um it has like this sort of like Arabian motif to it On the inside And You know
0: I wish there were More places like that here But here's no, cause like so All these concert venues Are just these like Black boxes
1: But here's the problem With that The f- ceiling Was like Four stories High So mm. like That made the sound Of the venue Super strange
0: So the acoustics Yeah Yeah
1: And the venue Was shaped like an L With like Multiple galleries It was like An MC Escher sketch Like it was Like to get to the second level, you had to go down into like this basement thing. And it was super rad because not everybody knew about it. And so like we were able to just like, you know, be by ourselves for like a lot of the night. Um but yeah, yeah, it was like fucking weird and was cool. But anyway, the point is, um, you know, AJ Davila was there, uh Esteman was there. Um you know, shout out to Phoebe um in California who was also there and she hooked it up. She like you know, she she knew that I wanted to go, and she was like, "Oh, you're on the list." Um, I was like, oh, "Okay, girl." Yeah. Um, and yeah, like we just had a great time, and like you know, even we, we were we were able to go backstage and talk to Javiera for a little bit. Um, oh, and she was you met her. Oh, I I'd, I'd already met her. Before, I didn't realize but like, that. I mean, and like. I I, I I like I'm really good friends with her brother who lives here in New York City and like I you know I've skyped with her parents like it's really weird um, you know and I was just like oh I know but
0: Javier is always telling you not to name drop so much
1: I know and I'm like whoops um, and um, yeah no but she was in this like red kimono dress with her like very angular jet black hair and I was like oh is she giving you Madonna in like the you know the nothing really matters video that's what I thought she was doing. Um, and I asked her and she was like, What? She looked at me like I was crazy. And so Marcela from Keto Club was there. And she's like, No, like she pulled up the YouTube link. She's like, You look like Madonna in the nothing really matters video. And she's like, We were you were not the only one that got it. I was like, work. Yes. Um, so thank you, Keto Club, for that. Thank you for the instant <laughs> vindication. Um, but so the uh, this episode will have two facets, right? Um I got a ton of interviews while I was there. Um, yes. So I'm really pleased with that and, and really a lot of people that I admire. Um, and then, obviously, Festival Ceremonia. So um, first, I want to get through this initial night uh, where I, ha- I was able to interview two different people. Actually, no, I interviewed one, but whatever. Um and then we'll talk a little bit about Ceremonia and then we'll go into like the rest of the interviews. Um, so the first interview I want to play is a uh, friend of the show, Checky slash Egipcio, who opened for Javier Amena. Hi, Checky. And um, yeah, you know, it was really interesting. He's been on tour with her for a few like weeks. Like he played like three or four dates with her. Um, maybe it was just a week. Go checky. Yeah, Go checky. For real. And again, he he had to play this uh, this particular show and it was really cool seeing him. Um, and they just had like a random person added to the bill. So they like kind of shadily cut his set short. Um, and it was the, the, the lady who like replaced, like who like came in last minute was terrible. So like some friends and I went and got tacos. Show business, um.
0: <laughs> man. You gotta love it.
1: Um, so we're gonna play... Uh, this little interview that I had with Algodon Egipcio, who is Bay and he's the king of Mexico City. Hey guys, so I'm out here with um, Algodon Egipcio, the king of Mexico City. Yo, what's good? What's good? Wagwan.
2: Oh, <laughs> good. Hi. ¿Cómo estás? ¿Qué cuentas? Todo bien, estamos caminando en ese momento yendo a un show de The Plastics Revolution Están lanzando un disco nuevo que no he escuchado, así que bueno no Está muy bueno, está muy bueno,
1: si quieres te lo paso But, yeah, I mean, I saw you play yesterday, you opened for Javier Amena You know, without the shade of what happened How did you feel about the show, though? Like, did it sound good? It was kind of a weird place, right?
2: It was a weird place, like the stage was very high (laughs) like crazy high and uh, I don't know uh, my set got cut but I enjoyed playing you know the 20 minutes I got to play (laughs) I think it sounded really awesome though oh well I'm I'm glad to hear that
1: (laughs) yeah no and you were just on tour with Javiera for like a few dates I mean was it cool like what's what's that energy like
2: yeah totally I mean I've known Javiera for a while now almost like maybe eight years or something yeah and uh, it's great to see her evolution and it's great to know her fans too because they've, they have been pretty supportive actually. She has like this um, fan club and the girls from the fan, fan they're club- They're devoted. Yeah, yeah, totally. And they, uh, they saw me uh, in Puebla, which was the first date. And then they saw me again in Pachuca <laughs> and then here in Mexico City and it was like, hey, we're, we're here to see you again. Tell us when you're playing again and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay so I have a new you know stolen fan base that's awesome <laughs> ok
1: so we're about to enter the show but just before we go
2: is there anything new coming out for Algo De Egipcio like video album EP new tracks what's going on yeah there's a video Ooh. actually coming out uh, early next month ok I mean like mid April and uh, it's for the song La El Ciclo del Agua ok and it's I really liked how it turned out Uh, A friend of mine from uh, Barcelona, Spain. Spain That's dope Yeah, he did it And let's see how it goes It's pretty like you know, so nothing I've done I've done before. That's <laughs> awesome. Yep.
1: Um, before we go, um, any recommendation? You know, this is a music show. What are you listening to? Who's
2: a Latinx person that you're really Latinx, into? Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? It's Latinx, <laughs> but I'm just a dick. Okay. Um, let's see. I have no idea. I always blank. Who do you like? Who have you? Oh, the, the who have you written about lately? How, the Rita Indiana track was dope. Oh, totally. I like that. And uh, yes, that was a surprise for me. And I really like the new arca, totally. Like the, the singing stuff he's like, doing, right? All, Ch- all of those, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that because that's that's very like Venezuelan, the way he sings. Yeah. Like, like Simon Diaz and stuff like that. So yeah, I really dig that. That's
0: dope. Thank you, Chucky. Thank you. Great interview, Richard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we're going to play a song by Algodón Hipsio. It's uh, called El Ciclo del Agua, and it's off his most recent album, La Confianza Siega. And we're going to play you the new, new Rita Indiana song, because she is making a comeback. And it is called El Castigador.
3: ¡Suscríbete La...
4: Tanta tristeza la casa le llene. La tristeza del que le faltan los cheles. Para educar a sus hijos, eso duele. La teta del pueblo la tienen gata. Chupando filete con lo que de la gente. Máchete Gilete con tu ley atrasada. Máchete Gilete.
0: Never thought this day would come. <laughs> you and many more. Rita Indiana has returned when the world should have need of her again. I stole your joke.
1: I know. It's 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 kind of like a bad cuz like that that's I do that joke all the time. Well, no, but that's her own statement and that's what's wow. funny. You know, really? she's just like I'm back because the world needs me or something to that effect. It was just like, what work, bitch? You better be a superhero.
0: <laughs> I mean, she kind of is and True. it's like it's not like people can be like, "Oh, we didn't want you that much" because like that's all people have been saying for years. Yeah. So
1: well, um, and um, before I forget, um, you know, the reason I, I dedicated that, uh, that Javier Amena song to, to, uh, to AJ Davila, by the way, um, is because so after the Javier Amena show, he was just there randomly. Um, and so after the show, we like everybody was looking for an after party and we ended up at Esteman's apartment. Um, and just sort of like drinking and kiki, kiki, key, king. Key, and we were like in the Uber on the way there and Stop. lies, uh, truth. And we were in the Uber on the way there and he was like, Oh, he, she didn't play my favorite song. He didn't play my favorite song. And we we're like, what was, well, what, what is it? And, and he was like, it's Primera Estrella. And so I was like, Uber driver, give me the Alx chord." And so like, I started playing it and like literally the moment the beat dropped, this man lost his shit. And he's like, "Primera Estrella like he went ham and like we were all like what this punk rocker is going crazy for how- you know,
0: i a- i love this because you know he makes some of the most or has made in the course of his life some of the most vicious garage punk <laughs> you
1: have ever heard it was one of the coolest funniest things because like he genuinely like it wasn't even ironic he sang Every word. So again, no, no, that's as
0: as we all know, he has a, a strong instinct for music with like a solid pop hook that True. will make you dance. True. So, know. you know, maybe we shouldn't be so surprised.
1: And so that's why that song is for you, babycito. Um, so let's carry on. So um this same night, right? So while this lady, um, this unknown lady, she her name was like Maria Maria. And so we were joking that Mariel Mariel stole a Czech East slender.
0: Um, you know, but Maria uh, Mamala. Yeah, it was like some you lady You See behind. that I made a I made a joke in Spanish. Very good. <laughs> um
1: that joke sponsored by Harritos. Uh, <laughs>
0: no, but so that so
1: while Maria Maria was playing we were all like "fuck this," and when we ran, we ran out to get some tacos. And so Mahio Bus, um, whom we've played on the show before, um, friend of the show, oh, um, yes. he was there. And so we were just hanging out. And um,
0: this is just some dream you had.
1: It was like it was like every, in Mexico City, everybody you love is already there. That was the gag. That was the gag that I had to learn. Wait till we get to the plastics revolution part. <laughs> but um, Mahio Bus was just there, and we're like, "Hey!" And so we just started like. Talking and hanging out. Um, he came over to like the Airbnb like the next day. Like we were just hanging out. Um, and yeah, and so we just got to talking about stuff. And I was like, Can I interview you? And because like, you know, he has like a little new music coming out. And you know, it's just like, I'm a fan. Um, and he started doing magic for us in the middle of the crowded dance oh floor. Oh my
0: God. Now, see, this is why like Song Mess needs to do video so that we can like have him come and do magic tricks. And then we make the video. Oh, wait, we do do video, we have it on. Did you put it on Instagram? I did not put it on Instagram. I, I was a little too drunk. So like opportunity, Richard. I was about four. I expect you to be at work <laughs> for song mess one hundred percent of the time.
1: Well, I'm I'm currently in the process of updating, uh, of posting all the videos from the weekend, and there were many drunken videos. But um, yeah, we were we were like four beers in, so it was at, okay. right at the point yeah. where like the where like the magic was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Every time he did a card trick I was like mind break! Um, It was so awesome And so yeah So this is an interview um, I got Just very short while we ran out to get tacos While we were like fuck that other lady um, So please listen Hey guys this is Richard in Mexico City um, We're doing English, Spanish I don't really know, I'm drunk, I don't even care We're gonna go get tacos Pero estoy aquí con Magio You. Yeah. ¿Cómo estás? Muy bien. Wow. So, are you in
5: English or Spanish? Como quieras,
1: whatever, okay. Um, how you doing?
5: Um, everything okay? I'm drunk too. I, I want tacos. So, yeah, everything is cool.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, and so Mahio just blew my fucking mind with some magic. That's why they call him Mahio. O sea, ¿cómo te metiste a, pues, a la magia? ¿Qué, qué, qué onda?
5: Cuando estaba en primaria, había un dude que siempre iba a hacer magia y lo odiaba porque no sabía cómo lo hacía. Luego lo conocí ya después y resulta que era un dude que era súper ebrio. (risa) Pero pero no sé, en algún momento traté de aprender un truco y resultó que aprendí un truco bueno, que impresionaba mucho. Y como entre secundaria y preparatoria dediqué quizás como tres meses a... Aprender magia, and that's it. No no he vuelto a practicar, solo trabajaba mucho en restaurantes. Están viendo era el divertido. Fresh Prince of
1: Bel Air en ese departamento. ¿Qué? <risa> um, creo que me mencionaste que, que, o sea, obviamente haces música. Um, y también haces coding y toda la onda. Y, Pero también dijiste que haces magia como...
5: A veces como, qué sé yo, de, en, en fiestas o whatever. ¿O uh, lo haces por diversión? Eh, ahorita es más por diversión. En yeah. un momento que sí era como... Trabajaba en un restaurante, era cool porque conocía gente, me distraía un poco eh, Y a veces literal era como me contrataban para ir a fiestas o lugares Ya casi no, ya no me dedico mucho a eso, pero a veces just for fun en fiestas de amigos cosas así Ya, yeah.
1: y pues música, obviamente estábamos hablando un poquito antes de uh, Exnovias y de Magiobus, o sea, ¿hay algún
5: plan de sacar algo nuevo? ¿hay algo para el futuro? Ya, yeah. uh, te venía diciendo ahorita, tengo cinco tracks super synth, polvocitos raros. Ya. Yeah. Que sí me gustaría sacar y tengo como otros 10 tracks que he estado haciendo con amigos. Todo va a ser como quizás Magi, Bus and Friends. Yes. Pero está divertido, o sea, al final del día es música que tengo por ahí que me falta pulir un poco y espero poder sacarla pronto. Cool.
1: Y lo último, siempre pregunto con, con esta entrevista así bien impromptu: sí. ¿al, ¿Algún artista latino que estés escuchando, alguien, alguien que te inspire o que te
5: esté llamando la atención hoy día? Ok, uh, hubo un tiempo, quizás todavía, yo sinceramente casi no escuchaba música en español Ya. Yeah. Y el, el disco de Rebeldes de Alex Amanter fue como wow, okay. se me hace súper bien producido ¿Escuchaste bien Amiga? Sí, claro, me gustó más el anterior de Rebeldes, Amiga si, sigue siendo súper bueno yeah. Pero wow, Rebeldes fue como, por culpa de eso empecé a escuchar música en español, ¿sabes? ¿Cuál de Rebeldes te voló la cabeza? ¿Cuál, cuál es tu track? Quizás Tormenta, no sé, todo el track es buenísimo, ¿sabes? Es como... No sé, todo el disco es buenísimo, suena muy bien mezclado y está super chido. Excelente. Gracias, magio.
0: Okay, so I love these because I wasn't there, but I, I really feel like I'm there when you guys are drunk and doing an interview, and I'm like on the way with you to go get tacos. It's like... That's the Mexico City experience right there. Like, if you're not doing
1: work on your way to get tacos, you're really not living. I mean, we're kind of doing work on our way to get tacos right after this, so. In
0: a way, yeah. <laughs> aren't we all doing work on our way to get tacos? Hello,
1: It's taco time somewhere. It's Taco Tuesday somewhere on earth at all times. Not really. But,
0: um, so yes. So, uh,
1: as per Majio's request, uh, we're going to play first a Majio Bus song, which is, uh, I'm going to play a song called El Noa Noa, which is a Juan Gabriel cover, uh, from his, uh, recent Juan Gabriel covers ep um and again he is in love with alexander's tormenta so we'll be listening to that as well enjoy
3: Go
0: Richard, the person we have next is Buenas Noches. That's
1: correct, yes. Who's that? So, um, I've actually played Buenas Noches once before uh, during the My Hermoso Ruido uh, recap that I did with uh, my friend Ever uh, in Colombia. And um, so, Buenas Noches is this like indie synth pop musician. He used to be in this uh, pretty well known a Colombian band called Estudios Universales. And, um, you know, the band just ended and he really wanted something new. He wanted to sort of like, uh, I don't know, explore his life and, you know, do a musical project that didn't rely so heavily on other people. He wanted that independence. And so he liked the independence that being an electronic musician offers. And so Buenas Noches uh, has been quite buzzy for a while, but he doesn't have very much music out. He has about four songs. you know, two of which actually feature Ella Minus. Um And he's like, he's really, really cool. Um, he's a really nice guy. And so... And you
0: saw him at Festival Ceremonia? Uh,
1: no, I saw him at Hermoso Ruido in Colombia. Um, I ran into him um, the night that I went to see the Plastics Revolution. Oh, right on. Um, but it also... Because ha- naturally. Well, it happens that I had see- met him the night before um, when we were uh, hanging out with Esteban. Um, he, his name is Pablo. He was just hanging out. Um, so the night of our little after party, um, we went, um, again, we went to, uh, get like beers at the, at, you know, the 7-Eleven before going to Esteban's house. Um, and, and actually we didn't even go there first. We ended up at his friend's apartment, which is sort of like above their like art, uh, studio or whatever. Um, and so it was really cool and there's this really special moment, uh, which Phoebe actually put on Instagram of like Esteban and his accordionist just singing one of their songs, um, while Pablo, a.k. Buenas noches is in the background doing percussion, um, and we're all like drinking beer and we're like, what? And like Phoebe and I are literally looking at each other like, what is life? Um, and so, yeah. And so when I ran into him at, uh, at the Plastics Revolution show, I was like, Oh, hey, Pablo, yeah, Uh, do you do music also? Because I I was interviewing people. I was just like, fuck it. Um, And he was like, yeah, I have a project called Buenas Noches. And I flipped out. I was like, what? Um, So, yeah, so my interview with him covers a little bit about who he is, what he does, what he's currently doing in Mexico. Um, There's a number of Colombians. We'll have another Colombian interview right after Buenas Noches. Um, You know, and just, you know, a couple of uh, really interesting things for Colombians in Mexico are happening. Uh, so let's go ahead and listen to that. Entonces, estoy acá con Pablo,
6: AKA Buenas Noches. Uh, ¿cómo estás? ¿Cómo le estás pasando? Bien, muy bien acá en México, todavía conociéndolo. Sí. Hasta ahora. O sea, eres, eres como una
1: figura un poco misteriosa, no hay no hay mucha música online, pero se ha hablado de ti desde hace rato, o sea, o sea, ¿cómo le describirías el el proyecto Buenas Noches a
6: la gente que no te conoce también. tan bien? No, yo sí he hecho música de, de, durante mucho tiempo Lo que pasa es que antes lo hacía con unos amigos claro. Y le, le llamábamos Planes Estudios Universales uh-huh. Sí, recuerdo recuerdo esa banda Ah, sí Y bueno, después yo me vine para acá, para México Y ya pues, quería sobre todo independencia yeah. Entonces empecé como, como a jugar con Más como con la electrónica Pues todavía no, no es propiamente electrónica Pero pues sí utilizo más como la tecnología, digamos Entonces, bueno, estoy como preparando unos lanzamientos que todavía no, no los he decidido muy bien. ¿Cómo van a salir? Van, no sé si van a ser varios EPs o un disco. No, un disco creo que no va a ser. Es que Me parece que un disco es como medio agotador. Ya. Yeah. Tal vez I mean, para la música que estoy haciendo.
1: Sí, organízalo como se, se sienta sí. orgánico, como se sea, sienta real.
6: Creo que sacaré unos EPs. Ya, yeah, dale. Pues um, muy pronto, ya, ya estoy... Encaminado en terminarlos. No, es,
1: es super emocionante. Eh, recuerdo que sacaste una canción con Ella Minus. Hay alguna otra colaboración que podamos esperar, que sea cool, algo
6: que, que sí se pueda revelar. Uh, de hecho saqué dos canciones con, con, con Gabriela, porque una de las que ya saqué es Todos los ríos fueron al mar. Yeah. Lo que pasa es que no la tagué como featuring Ella Minus, ah, porque se ponía, lindo. pero y también canta ella. Ah. Sí, de hecho no lo había dicho públicamente en ningún momento, pero ahí está la voz de ella. Eh, exclusiva. Sí, exclusiva. <risa> eh, y, y pues qué, quiero trabajar con ella más. Hemos trabajado, pero todavía no hemos llegado a nada concreto. No, soy muy fan de ella, Nueva no, York la veo todo el rato, siempre ah, que toca claro. siempre estoy ahí. Es, ah, ah, qué chido, sí, Hay es que apoyar local, ¿sabes? Soy muy fan de ella como, como músico y como persona también. Ok, pues última, porque ya empezaron los Plastics.
1: ¿Algún artista latino que te guste del momento una canción que recomiendes?
6: Yo siempre voy a ser ultra fan de El Mato a un un policía motorizado Ya, ya Y algo más nuevo, digamos Pues quiero ver a los Plastics Revolution que me gustó mucho El último sencillo que tienen y vamos a ver Pues el lanzamiento Entonces entonces con esa nos despedimos Muchas gracias, buenas noches
1: Muchas
7: gracias gracias
0: Claro all right, and now we're going to listen to a song by Buenas Noches titled Todos los Rios Fueron al Mar, featuring Ayla Minas. And also, a favorite of Buenas Noches, uh, Plastics Revolution song Teen X. Teen X? Teen X. Teen X. Really into that Buenas Noches song.
1: Yeah. um, Well, you know, again, like, he's really brilliant. And I I made a point of being like, so you fucking brilliant, and you only have four songs out. What are you doing? (laughs) Like, I was just like, get it together. Don't you hate that? Yeah, I was just like... I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's one of, you know, it's, it's hard, right? It's hard when you're like not the artist and you know, you're the guy that talks about the artists, right? Like it obviously takes time and it has, has to feel right. There's, you know, even with this show or like with, you know, articles that I write, like I'm very much, I'm like, if it doesn't feel right, it's not right. So like, I get that, um, you know, and it's funny, like, you know, he, he's become kind of well-known in the scene, and, he, and people are like, oh, yeah, Pablo. He's very like, oh, I got distracted, or oh, you know, shit's not coming along, right? But I was just like, you know, you need to, like, keep releasing stuff. You know, you, like, you're brilliant, you know? just You need to make sure people don't forget about you.
0: Well, you know, like, some people we know, you know, they make something good, and then they overthink it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you're always going to do that, and especially if you're an
1: artist, you know, um, so I was just like, I mean, I had a con, conver- I had conversations with several of my artist friends in, in Mexico and I was just like, just please don't let people forget about you. Like, you know, I'm like, I think you're brilliant. A lot of people think you're brilliant. Just, you know, release a song every like three or four months. Just make sure you're still in the collective Do a cover. conscious. Yeah. Something. A remix. Right? Anything. Just make sure people don't forget about you. Is kind of like my general uh, mantra. Um, I had uh, another opportunity to to chat with another Colombian. Um, this um, again, and this is all all stems from that night with Esteman's. Um, uh, I had a chance to talk to Julian Bernal, who is Esteman's musical director, right? Um, and yeah, and he so he gave me a little insight as to uh, w- why they're living in Mexico, aka, they're working on their next album. Um, and okay, yeah, just drop that casually, Richard. I, I mean, well, he didn't give me any tea. I you know, I know what to ask and I know what not to ask. And you know, he was, you know, he just told me that they were working on some stuff and you know, sort of like the sound that they're going for, but like no collabs, no nothing, no no actual exclusives here. Um, but yeah, you know, and Julian has been working with Esteman for about five years. And I was like, wait, what? That means I've seen you and been in the same room with you like a ton of times. Um,
0: Richard actually knows what's happening and he won't tell me.
1: Well, what? (laughs) But, um, yeah, I'm a big Esteman stan and like, you know, it was, it was really cool. Sort of like being able to meet him and hang out with him and,
0: you know, um, but we must have both been at that show when he played LAMC. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We were both there. I thought he was great. Yeah. We hadn't met each other yet, but we were both there. um, He's
1: tremendously talented. And again, like his musicians are excellent. And so, like, again, Julian helps, you know, like Julian is like one of his composers and arrangers. And so, like, um, you know, let's just listen to what Julian had to say. He also um, gave us some insight into some other people that he's really into and some collabs uh, he's had recently. Hola. Richard de nuevo un poco borracho más que antes uh, y estoy con Julián Bernal que es el um, el compositor el musical arranger de el
8: director musical thank you de este man
1: cómo estás Julián muy
8: bien aquí viendo a Plastic Revolution sí no qué te parece el show te gustó sí me encantó tiene muy buenas canciones okay. se nota que lo que viene de nuevo de ellos va a estar muy bueno ¿Ya lo escuché? Está bueno <risa>
1: Y pues, ¿qué onda? que Creo que recién te mudaste a México, ¿no?
8: Sí, llevo dos semanas acá apenas ¿Y te, te gusta? ¿Ya conoces? Ya he venido varias veces, entonces ya me muevo en algunas zonas Ya, sí. ya, sí, ya me sé defender Los tacos, ya sé dónde ir, dónde no ir
1: Lo más importante realmente, o sea, seamos honestos, eh, y bueno, y eres el director musical de, de Este Man, uh, te he visto con él ya varias veces, es un poco como loco tenerte acá, um, ¿qué, qué, ¿qué qué viene? ¿Qué, ¿qué futuro les depara?
8: Bueno, ahorita con Este Man estamos componiendo, estamos en componiendo el nuevo disco, el tercer disco, Eh, Estamos haciendo maquetas, estamos reuniéndonos con más gente a componer, cada uno por su lado también y la idea es tener algo muy muy ya eh, unido. El primer semestre y ya el segundo semestre comenzar a grabar el siguiente disco. ya
6: yeah.
1: El primer disco era muy como, era pop pero como experimental, muy regional, muy cool, me encantó y el segundo ya era tirando más, más producción y, o sea, ¿qué podemos esperar del tercer disco? ¿Qué, qué ideas
8: estamos, qué están pensando? El tercer disco es, va a ser un poco más bailable, okay. más electrónico. Cool. Vamos por esa onda, más bailable. Excelente. Y pues, la última pregunta, lo que
1: siempre le pregunto, como este es un podcast de música latina, ¿hay algún artista latino actual, indie, mainstream, lo que sea, que te esté inspirando, que te guste mucho lo que están haciendo?
8: ¿Alguna canción? Elsa del Mar me gusta mucho. Ya. Aparte es mi amiga, la adoro. Ella sobre todo. Escucho mucho. ¿Alguna canción en específico que te que, que te con, con, con la que te conectes? Eh, sí, se llama. Se llama. <risa> Eh, para los, para los radioescuchas, estamos un poco borrachos. La ventana, la
1: ventana me encanta. Excelente. Bueno, muchas gracias. O sea, artistas colombianos sigan aportando y apoyando Colombia y
8: fucker. Otra cosa, bro, el nuevo disco de Televid, no sé si conozcas Televid. Si, ¿Sí? güey, ¿tu estás en Televit? Eh, estuvieron acá grabando su disco en el, los estudios de SOE ah, yeah, yeah. y tuve la gran fortuna de, de grabar cosas para ellos guitarras en algunas canciones y lo que escuché me encantó es como una propuesta super libre, nueva como muy muy, que les vale huevo yeah. la vida ¿Tienes alguna canción de Televid que te guste mucho? o que te sepas el nombre Ciegos Corazones, que es el nuevo sencillo de ellos me Listo. gusta Bueno, muchísimas gracias Julián Vale,
0: gracias. All right. So now we're going to listen to Ciegos Corazones by Telebit and Elsa y El Mar. The song is called La Ventana.
1: Fun fact uh, Julian actually uh, participated in the uh, Telebit uh, sessions. So I think he, um, he plays on the song, but I'm not 100%
0: sure. But... As long as we're editorializing, I was really into the Elsa y El Mar song.
3: Mirad al frente sin preguntar Pies en el barro, las manos atrás
1: So fun fact, another fun fact, um, I, uh, when I was in Colombia, I was asking people, so I'm like, so who are like local people that I should really be uh, listening to? And every single person was like, Elsa el um, so I'm, This
0: really doesn't surprise me.
1: Yeah, I'm really. Having heard that song. I'm really excited because so, this is the first time that I actually sit here and like listen to a song by her. And uh, yeah, I'm like, I immediately got the the sonic reference, like the, the, the rhythm uh, or the melody really. Um why Julian likes it like it sounds doesn't sound like like Esteman, but like there's a similar sort of pattern like the the intricate like like it's very much sort of a signature of Esteman's own music. so I'm like, oh, I see it, I dig it and Elsa is the shit and everybody was right. I wanted I bought a ton of vinyl when I was in Colombia and hers was sold out everywhere. Hmm. so hmm, maybe there's a reason for that. All right,
0: everybody. <laughs> Don't sleep on Elsa. Yeah. That's the moral of this story. Um, so we have
1: two more interviews, but before we go into interviews, um, like the, the last two, um, this, this is sort of like the point where I want to discuss ceremonia, because Finally. all of these were sort of connected, and they sort of like had a lead up to a moment. But um, the next day, um, which was Saturday, Festival Ceremonia was happening in Toluca, which is right on the outskirts of Mexico City. It's about an hour and a half out. Um, and it was a tremendous cartel, uh, uh a cartel. Wow. Uh, a Verdian slip there, Richard. <laughs> Whoop! Well, in Spanish it's a cartel. Um, but it's a, um, the bill, the bill was phenomenal. It had Bjork, MIA, underworld, like Nicholas Jar, And then from like Latinx artists, you have Ray Pila, Calimutza, Sotomayor. Like it was,
0: Damn. it was bananas. Okay. So... We now know that all of this actually happened, but what I heard was it almost didn't. So it,
1: yeah, it, it was messy. She was messy boots. Um, what ha- happened was, so, okay, so um, to get out to Toluca, so the Ceremonia, this is the f- fifth year that they do it, and so it's obviously really far, and not everybody has a way of getting out there efficiently or getting back. Because obviously, by the way, it was 40,000 tickets sold out. Um, This is a massive festival. And so how the hell do 40,000 people just go and come back? So they had to contract an outside uh, bus link service, right? Um, Really well organized. I have to say I'm tremendously impressed. Oh, of
0: course, since there's no camping at a festival, which is unusual, I think, for a festival of this size.
1: Yeah, it was, no, I mean, it was exquisitely organized. And so there were pickup points throughout the city. There were a good mm, six or seven um, and so it was one, obviously, like, hipsters are going to go to this. So there was one in La Roma very conveniently. So like I was like, oh, I'm going to that one. I'll just walk there. Thank you so much. Um, and again, it was like nice, clean, new, comfortable buses. You know, we drove up for an hour and a half. Beautiful scenic drive. Sunny day. Blue skies. Not a cloud in the, in the sky. And so we're like, oh, okay, this is going to be idyllic. We're going to go and have the greatest day of our lives. We get there. And the doors are closed. You know, understandably, it was a little early. Um, but then people start arriving and arriving and arriving and arriving. And it's just like, holy shit, there's a ton of people. So wait, what do you mean the doors are closed? The doors were closed. What
0: doors? So It's, it's outdoors,
1: right? It's outdoors, but like it's on, uh, they call it El Foro Pegaso. Like it's, it's sort of like, like getting to a country club. Like you still have to walk through some gates.
0: Mm, okay. um,
1: and so the gates were closed. And so like people were just lined up outside,
0: naturally. What's a foro? Um, forum, <clears throat> um, so this is the Pegasus forum.
1: Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, and so, and so, yeah, so we're all there outside and like the line slowly starts moving. And so like they let you in beyond the gates, um, little by little until you get to the part where like they, you know, you have your tickets and they like actually like check your stuff and like let, they let you through. Right. So there's like two, two gates. Um, so like they let us through cool, cool, cool. Um, I'm with friends. I'm with my friend Alberto who like has become like my Mexican festival buddy. Um, we've like hung out the last three times, uh, the last three years. And, um, so like we're about to get through and I'm like, oh, they're not like it start. It's like late. The doors are still not open. We're like, what the fuck is happening? Sun is hot. Um, and there's like, you know, some pretty strong breezes and we're like, well, at least there's that. Right. So, um, You know, I'm like, well, I'm press. I wonder if they'll let me through. And so Alberto goes and, like, you know, inquires. um, And, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, they said just go up. So I went in, and they let me through, thankfully. And then I made it past the second checkpoint. And they're like, yeah, you know, press, go that way. Cool. Um, At this point, it's like two-something. The first uh, performer was Sotomayor, which was supposed to start at about 210, 230, something like that. Um, 210 comes and goes... And there is no music coming from any stage. And we're like, what? Um, So I get to the press corps and I'm like, what's happening? Are we starting late? And they're like, yeah, problem. I'm like, what happened? We're like, well, those gusts of wind have been really strong. I'm like, how strong? And they're like, well, the screen on the main stage blew off um, and several porta potties were blown over
0: and okay you don't
1: want that (laughs) you definitely don't want that
0: i'm like do we need the screen for anything and then you're like and the porty putties and i'm like no um but mind you like bjork was
1: you know gonna be on that stage and the screen just go went bloop um okay yeah i
0: I see the problem there
1: aj davila was doing sound check when it blew off um so we could have
0: lost like the national treasure of puerto rico yeah and so like Everybody, this is terrible. Everybody was like, ah!
1: So when I got in there, um, there was a crane in front of the main stage. And mind you, like the show was supposed to start in like 20 minutes. And I was like, ooh, that crane isn't going anywhere, is it? Um, so I get to the press corps, and everybody's like, yeah, this is weird. I don't really know what's happening. It's kind of scary. Uh, what WTF? You know? And so... um. Two o'clock rolls around, three o'clock rolls around, four o'clock rolls around. And she was
0: like, I'm drunk. Let's get some tacos.
1: So the, well, I'm not drunk yet because I'm like, I'm here to work. I had like, I had several interviews. I know,
0: I know. It's just like, you know, when the going gets tough, the tough get tacos. That's all I'm
1: saying. So that's the thing. They had like a little food truck for press, right? And so they gave us hot dogs. And so like, I felt really bad because my friends that I was with were dying, were passing out with hunger because we left home super early. And I'm like, I'm like, is this how the rich feel and like- I don't know, Venezuela or something, where, like, I'm getting a hot dog while all my friends are in the sun starving.
0: Whoa.
1: So, yeah, so, anyway, so, like, I felt bad um, for my friends. And so, 4 o'clock, 4.30 rolls around, and they're like, yeah, we're just gonna have to cut all these opening bands. And so, like... What? Sotomayor, AJ Davila, Simpson Huevo, all cut, discarded. And it's just like, whoa. Everybody was like, whoa. Um... And then, like, out of almost 5 o'clock, like, rumors started flying. that 5 o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Rumors started flying that, like, the festival's just canceled. And mind you, this is, like, you know, a festival with Bjork MIA. Like, it's massive. It's 40,000 people sold out. Um, And they're like, we're going to have to cancel it. I mean, and understandably so. Like, I mean, if the wind is intense, that, like, the stage is literally falling apart, You know, like, there were, you know, uh, uh, public servants there. There were city employees that were like, you can't open this to the public. But then Bjork spoke to the spirits. No. Um, The spirits might have spoken to her. Um, The spirits were definitely speaking to me, that Jack baby. But, um, and mind you, the grounds were, like, incredible. Like, they, like, put... It was devastating. When the announcement actually came that they had to cancel the show, um, it was nuts. Like... I was walking around just sort of, like, looking crazy, first of all, because I had an outfit made for the damn festival. (laughs) Like, I had a jumpsuit made from curtains. All dressed
0: up with no festival.
1: Hello. And I was, like, I was talking to all the people in the press, and I was, like,
0: I had this made for this festival, and now
1: nobody's going to photograph it. And so people started taking pity pictures of me. Oh, my God. (laughs) And so, like, I'm walking around the ground, and it's, like, walking through a ghost town because it's massive. There's tents. There's incredible, like art installations. There was a, a, a medieval village with like a druid's tent, and they were like making like um, like medieval style barbecue. Uh, there were all these food trucks. Like it was amazing.
0: Richard, they, this is heart shattering. You have to tell me what happened. They put so much effort into it, and, and it s- all worked out okay, right?
1: It did. It did. What but, happened? But day one, people didn't know that it would. So I'm like, you know, hanging out, like trying to figure out what's going to happen. And so, like, people started getting back on the buses back to the city. Um, so my friends are like, hey, should we wait for you? And I'm like, don't. I'm trying to get the Scooby Scoop here. Um, and like, I have some people on the inside. So um, I'm like, I'm messaging like my artist friends that are backstage because like I'm friends with mobs. I'm friends with Kalimuts. And I was like, what the fuck is happening, guys? And so um uh, I have a friend who was working with the festival and she like came and you know, she's like, hey, uh come with me. And so we ended up backstage. And so I'm backstage with Beach House, with Bruno G, with Kalimutsa, with AJ Davila. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Kalimuta just came out, like, and she like, you know, like she genuinely looks so happy to see me. Like, like, like she was sad. Like it was just like she was dressed up. she like she had her face completely covered in glitter. She was wearing this like beautiful tinsel crown. And like, she hugged me. she's like, "I don't know what the fuck is happening." Um you know, it's just like it was like devastating. All these artists w- were devastated,
0: oh my god. no, the like the image of like an awesome festival that like like it isn't now that isn't happening is a very sad,
1: sad image. I've been to a lot of festivals, and like, I've never seen I've never been to one. With this amount of detail, with this amount of care, there were lights intricately placed. There was a fucking water fountain set up at the entrance for this. Like, it was. Everything was right except for this one thing. And the wind was just not having it. Miss Mother Nature was just having a fit. And so, like, everyone is devastated. And it's just like backstage, it's just like this dark energy. But have you ever heard of Madame Gandhi, by the way?
0: Yeah, she's a rapper.
1: Yeah. Oh, is she? I don't know. Like, I just like like we got to talking and like she's been texting me. But like uh, you know, um, you know, like it was really cool to go backstage though. Not only just because I'm like schmoozing and rubbing elbows with like people, but like the energy was very different from outside. Like outside, it was dismay. And like the, by the way, the crowd that was outside of the gates was very irate. They broke down the first line of barriers. Actually, like it was like a mob, so they had to set up a second barrier. Um, it was really scary. Like we were all like in the press corps. We were like, "What is happening?" So um, I'm backstage, and we're talking to all these artists. And I like run into like friendly faces, and I'm like, "Hey, what the hell? What are we doing?" And so like everybody's trying to organize sideshows. Like, everybody's like, we're going back to the city tonight, we're going to put together some shows, and we're just going to, like, fuck it. Like, we... like Mexico City doesn't quit. My goodness. Like, Kalimuta was out here in these, like, incredible costumes. I was like, I was like, I already know Kalimuta's okay, going to play a sideshow because is she's like, painted to the nines.
0: This is like, that, like, freaking um, Princess Bride movie, where I'm like, Grandpa, what happened, though? <laughs> well, we'll get to that, but As I'm long like, as there's no casing parts,
1: okay? Well... <laughs> God there aren't any don't worry beverly um but you I know like
0: kissing parts
1: but i'm backstage with all these artists and it's just like every single one of them had like special sets prepared for you know this weekend and like everybody was like Revved up and ready to go AJ Davila Sotomayor had like an, A beautiful like performance And like Carolina Camacho was backstage
0: It's almost like if Carnival
1: was cancelled But really Like everybody had like People have been preparing For this all year You have the costumes You learn the routines And then all of a sudden It's just like You know And so like Everybody is on their phones Texting Calling And like I was like Well let me flex What little music muscle I have And I start messaging My friends in the city And so like um, from Plop Radio I'm like Hey This just happened Can you get us a place? I have the artists. People want to play. Let's fucking do this. And so, like, actually two shows uh, ended up manifesting. And even though they were, like, one of them was canceled and then the other one was, like, one band dropped out. But Bruno G, by the way, Bruno G, MV motherfucking P. um, He was, like, people paid really good money for this. People went out of their way to come out here. And now they got nothing. So we're doing a show tonight. Fuck what you heard. And so he actually put it together. And even though later that night it was announced that uh, Ceremonia would go forward on Sunday, he still had his show. Um, and,
0: I mean, that's awesome. So it didn't happen that, at all that night.
1: It did not happen at all that night. They okay, actually but, had to move it to Sunday. But y'all raged anyway. We did. But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, and so like Saturday night, like, you know, before it was certain, Kalimutsa and Imabs had their own show. Um They were going to be joined by a number of people from NAFI, like um, Oli and Tayana. Uh, I got to meet Tayana, who is just lovely. She's from Argentina. Um, And Bruno G's show had Madame Gandhi on it, had um, uh, Sotomayor, had AJ Davila. Um, Sotomayor canceled uh, that their their appearance there when the um when the festival was announced again and then Kalimuta also canceled hers just because like their costumes and their setup was like really big so they were like let's just save it for tomorrow um, but Bruno's happened and uh, cuz Madame Gandhi posted a picture of herself performing so it's just like uh, not a picture a video but yeah um so that one definitely went through
0: Okay, well, this is wildly heartwarming.
1: Yeah. So, like, it was, but it was just, like, really cool to be in that energy of, like, tragedy and seeing all these artists rallying, like, artists. Like, I was sitting there negotiating with Madame Gandhi to get her to perform also at Kalimuza's thing, you know, like, because Madame Gandhi was, she was just like, bitch, I'm just here to perform. I'm in Mexico. I'm not leaving without performing, you know, and that was really cool. And, like, this energy was so awesome to me. Like, it was just, like, that's, that's what I tried to make my article of about. It was just like the way in which people rallied was just so damn inspiring. Um, and so Sunday happened, and Sunday was earth hang. And for that, we can keep it brief. Um, highlights from Festival Ceremonia were- um, Bjork. We're going to get to her. Bjork. So more than Bjork. So Bjork- Okay, let's start with Bjork. That's fine. So Bjork was- Bjork. Bjork is always a highlight, but Arca performed with her. <gasps> And Arca did that. What? Arca turned it out. Tilda, are you listening to this? (laughs) Arca, so Arca rearranged a number of her songs. So for example, like, oh, and she had a full orchestra, by the way. She had um, about 10 string musicians with her. Um, So she played like the big like instrumental pieces like bachelorette for example like i almost i like i i actually teared up when she started performing bachelorette like it was so beautiful and then like seeing arca in the background just like you know really laying down those very hard murky beats um Shit. it was amazing and she uh, and she ended with like this she ended with a hyper ballad and it was this big pyrotechnics finale like it was amazing and so Arca was there and like he's like wearing this like white like white pants with a white shirt and like a black jacket and like we were all like oh that's kind of heteronormative Arca and then like so like the camera starts making
0: sounds cis, but okay
1: yeah exactly and so then the camera starts close closing up closing up on uh, on Bjork, and then you can see, because he was on a, like, a little platform, and so you can see his shoes, and his shoes are red heels. And we're like, no. oh, that's the Arca we yes. know. And then like towards the end of the show, he got hot, so he took off the jacket. And then he like was moving around, and you could see that the back of the shirt and then the back of the pants were see-through. So you could see his ass. And so it was really funny, because like afterwards I ran into Cheki and Erika, uh, his girlfriend, and like you know, they know they since they're from, all from Venezuela, they know each other from back then. And they were like, we were both really surprised when like there was no ass showing. So it was just like at the end, there we were like, at a boy, um He had you going. Was it April first? Yeah. Uh, well, it was April second then. Close enough. Yeah. Uh, but um, the other thing to keep in mind though is that like the big um, international acts. Uh, many of them couldn't stay uh, the second day. They had tours. They had things going on. So, like for example, M.I.A. could not perform. Uh, Beach House could not perform. Uh, Dram canceled actually before. Uh, 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 Vince Staples also left. So like the 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 some of the bigger names were deflated. Like they just didn't. Appear, um, that actually created a really cool opportunity for some other like local bands to perform, which was really cool. So like I got to see Milko, which is like the set of like producers
0: from Mexico, really really rad. Um, oh, that's when like someone couldn't come to Rito Fest, and we ended up seeing Silverio do like a headliner type set. Yes, that's true. With, that's like, when Mon Laferte could make it and props and so a bummer. It would have been great to see Mon Laferte on that stage, but, but I'm never going to forget seeing Silverio that way. That was amazing. And it,
1: that's exactly what happened. And so um, Latinx artists that really, um, you know, deserve extra, extra props. So Sotomayor set was really special. They had like these really cool masks and stands and stuff. And the percussion was really great. Like they had a really nice full sound. Um, they had Juan Manuel Torreblanca um, do a guest spot, but Carolina Camacho, Guested and she murdered that. That was amazing. She was only there for one song uh, called Selva, and that was amazing, 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 amazing. Um, like the crowd lost it. Um, Rey Pila was really great. Kalimuta was just phenomenal. Like the set pieces were so great. Like I posted several videos, so good. Um, and the other highlight has to go to Busca I had a really special moment with Busca uh, the night that of the cancellation, like I'm just walking around there with my friend and, um, that's Busca coming towards us. And we're like, what is happening? Um, and like, I already knew Bairua from before. Um, and I have a friend who's very good friends with him and, and like, she was like, what happened? I just heard about the festival, this and that and the other. I was like, give Bairua, Bairua my number have him text me if like if he's like confused and needs like a hug or something. And so like we were talking and like we were just gossiping and I was like let's chill, let's do something. Like what's where's the where's the party at? Um and we ended up just like all talking and you know Raquel and Luis Fe have their um their daughter. And so they were all there. And so like I ended up kikiing with with Buscaboya for a while, and I wore, um, you know that that tank top that I have that has like Ponce on the front and has like a Puerto Rican flag on the back? I I wore that to the festival for AJ and for Buscabuya because I wanted to like show it off and be like, Maricua. Um And yeah, and so like I was wearing this jumpsuit, right? And I was like, oh, I almost forgot. And like I ripped it open and they were like, what?
0: Um, the, oh, like, I want a picture of
1: that the, There is a picture I posted it online um, And so there. I, I. And They were like Oh my god Where the hell did you get it We're from Ponce This and that and the other And I was like Do you want it I will give this to you right now And they're like yeah And so I ended up taking it off And giving it to Luis Faye You see Richard is a prince He will give you the shirt Off of his back Quite literally and so, like, yeah, the, there's a really great picture that we posted on our, that I posted on our on our social media. Um, you know, much love to Busca Bulla. That was, like, really, really special. And then their set the next day was just, um, they had them on the third stage, which was a little strange, um, and they packed the stage far beyond capacity. They should have been on the main stage. I will never stop saying that.
0: Like Silverio?
1: Yes, like Silverio. They were amazing. Busca Bulla were earth
0: Buscaboya, I think are bigger than people know. Exactly. Like there there's there's a there's like support for them that's like below ground and it's the the tide is going to rise. I, that's
1: all I'm saying. I don't think organizers anticip- up, anticipated just how big Buscaboya are. Um, and I
0: saw their opening for Cafe Tecuba here.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, I kind of really want to go to that. <laughs> but, um, they even like, they had a really short set. They had a 30 minute set. And i was like, what do you mean? Like Calimuta had a 50 minute set. Um, and so they actually couldn't play Tartaro and everybody was what? like, why? And it, cause they ran out of time and everybody's like, no. And like the, again, it, the tent was, max like it was packed far beyond capacity. So the crowd got their way and they were they came back for an encore, which you know at a festival, which is always tight with time slots. They were like, that's massive. And they played the song and then they left. But it was yes. so awesome. Yes. Um yeah. I mean I at this point like I've kind of told you all the highlights and this is a very long spoken segment here. Um but fuck man. Like Ceremonia
0: Richard's spoken word. Ceremonia really, really did that. Um so and no, is this the first installment of Ceremonia? No, this is the fifth one. Okay. So normally there's no problems. No, I, well,
1: uh, actually, no. Ceremonia does have a history of issues. Um, Ceremonia is actually cursed. Kind of. So, like, what, what people were telling me about Ceremonia is that since it is. Um, so, I, w- I was like, so why the hell is it on the outside of the city? Um, and not in the city with basically all only people from the city going there. And they're like, so there's a bit of a monopoly within Mexico City. So the same people that do Vive Latino are the same people that do Corona Capital, you know, are the same people who do et cetera, et cetera. Like all the big festivals. What about festivals. normal? Well, normal is normal, but normal is tiny in comparison. Normal gets maybe 5,000 people. So 10, Ceremonia people. is much bigger. Ceremonia is
0: way, way okay, bigger. Okay, fair. But Ceremonia is like, Indie, in the sense they're not part of this like clique,
1: Mm, not quite
0: because it it is owned by
1: several people who have like record labels and like bars and different venues and stuff. But the point is that the big venues where you can hold these festivals are monopolized by bigger festivals who, you know, with it's conglomerates, right? And so, since Ceremonia is competition,
0: like, yeah, I think that that's underdog enough. I can root for them,
1: yeah, like since Ceremonia is, um. Is sort of, uh, competition, they definitely try to, like, you know, uh, what do you call them, like, barricade them out, um, but, I mean, don't feel too bad for Cinemonia, again, they had 40,000 tickets sold out, and the tickets were not cheap, um, and neither were the bus links, like, the bus links were, like, 30 bucks round trip, and, you know, in Mexico, 30 bucks goes a long way, so, anyway, um, Let's you know before I, I play the next interview. Let's just have a little tiny music break. Um I wasn't, you know, I didn't expect this was going to go so long but well, fuck I it. I mean,
0: like I would like to know like what some musical highlights were from the festival. Anybody well, you hadn't heard before? Oh, anyone I hadn't heard before.
1: Actually, oh, I I forgot to present you with your gift.
0: What? what? So oh, um,
1: so you know, I don't know if you so you know that like some of these festivals do commemorative cups. So oh, you get a rarity my because goodness. you get the lineup that was supposed to be but that wasn't because, again, so many of these. This left. is going
0: to be worth thousands of pennies
1: someday. Exactly. Um, so, um, I, I did, you know, the only uh, artist that I really wanted to see that I didn't get a chance to see was was Bruno Dozens G. of pennies someday. Um, but, you know, the, the probably my biggest surprise had to be Sotomayor with Carolina Camacho. So, that's kind of the song that I want to play right now. Um, this is Salvaje. Again, this is Sotomayor featuring Carolina Camacho. Since that was really long just before, um, we're going to keep this one real brief. So this is an interview that I had with uh, a gentleman named Sebastián, and he's part of the Sonora San Francisco. Uh, just a kind of like a folk band, electro. Wait, cumbia? Yeah, it's like Cumbia, but it's
0: like Sonido San Francisco.
1: Well, Sonido San Francisco, but I actually, like, he was like, no, we're actually changing our name to La Sonora San Francisco, just because we're incorporating brass, and just, he's like, it just felt like we needed to, like, change the name.
0: Okay, right on. Wow, okay, update. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, um, this is a little interview that I have with him, um, and then some songs that, you know, he's really feeling. So, uh, let's listen to that now. Okay, hola. eh, Wait, I forgot your name. (laughs) Sebastian, (laughs) Sebastian. Te iba a decir el Primo, estoy el con el primo, primo. el primo.
9: El Primo, oh, exacto. Gracias. Todo el mundo me conoce con el Primo, <risas> entonces soy
1: Primo. Ok, estoy acá con Sebastián, a.k.a. El Primo. Uh, de Sonido San Francisco, ¿cómo
9: estás Sebastián? Bien primo, bien, bien, muy a gusto, muy contento de ver a los Plastics sí. el día de hoy Muy contento de verdad que estén regresando, creí que nunca iba a ver a los Plastics en vivo ¿no? Sí, es como, es la banda fantasma, ¿no? Es la banda fantasma, exacto, como que existe ahora, ahora estoy seguro de que existen porque hoy los vi tocar ¿no? ah, nunca los habías visto? No, nunca los habías yeah. visto tocar, o sea, los, o sea sabía, los había escuchado y soy amigo de un par de ellos Ya había escuchado I Can Chase Dragons, de hecho le hice un remix a I Can Chase Dragons. Ah, yeah, ¿no? okay. Tenemos un remix que incluso sonó bastante en Estados Unidos, que hay una muy buena colaboración. Sí, para los muy fan plastics, de Can pero los plastics nunca los escuché vivo, ¿no? Y era, sí era, sí era, 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 era como. <risa> no me puedo morir sin, sin, sin ver a los a, a los plastics. Excelente, no, y fue un evento, gran show. Lindo. Exacto. Pero cuéntame acerca de Sonido San Francisco,
1: o sea, ¿qué onda? ¿Qué que qué es, San... es el Sonido San Francisco? Sonido San Francisco
9: es una banda que arranca hace más o menos ocho años, yeah. eh, después de hacer de todo tipo de música, me pareció, especialmente como electrónica, me pareció mucho más interesante hacer, eh, a ver, hacer música tropical, la música que, que, la que heredé yeah. de mis abuelos, eh, como la música muy basada en la música típica, ¿no? la música folclórica, Este, pero hacerlo con herramientas electrónicas al principio era, una, era un proyecto de laptop ¿no? eran remixes y eran como no como los, los primeros ensayos y después fue como fue evolucionando y se convirtió en una banda y este y pues hemos tocado en un montón o sea como que vinimos a llenar un hueco una necesidad de, de, del público mexicano no creo que eso fue lo que lo que pasó y arrancó super rápido ¿no? o sea eh, eh, tuvimos estamos todos en crisis en ese momento los que, los amigos yo regresé a vivir a Toluca a Xonacatlán, a un pueblito Y me encontré con los amigos con los que tenía bandas en la, en la, en la prepa, ¿no? y, y todos estábamos en crisis, entonces pues bueno, vamos a tocar. Uh, es lo que hay que hacer Creo que mencionaste que se viene disco nuevo, ¿no? No vamos a sacar disco no. Vamos a sacar, vamos a empezar a sacar como maxi singles okay. Vamos a hacer como alter egos de sonido San Francisco El primero que va a salir es este... Nos cambiamos el nombre a la sonora San Francisco okay. Porque agregamos una sección de metales, un clarinete Una sección de percusiones un poquito más grande Y menos batería, más electrónica, ¿no? Excelente Sale eso, en mayo empezamos a sacar a sacar ese, ese asuntito Junto con un circuito vamos a hacer una gira La misma de la que te platicaba él ahorita sí, sí. Son 12 fechas en todo el país, wow. en, en México. Sí, va a ser una locura. Va a estar buena. Sí, sí, sí. Al final del mes no nos vamos a hablar, la banda, seguro. <ríe> nos vamos a dejar de hablar. O sea, ¿cuántas personas son en la banda? Estamos viajando ahorita siete. Shit. Siete personas. No, exacto. olvida. Sí, sí, sí no, es una locura. Es muy complicado, pero... Pero bueno, funciona, tenemos tuba en vivo, está bueno, sí está bueno, está hablando bien.
1: Y esto como es un un podcast, es un show de música latina, siempre le pregunto a todo el mundo que entrevistamos, o sea, primero una recomendación de tu música y también danos por favor una recomendación
9: de algún artista latino que te guste, algo del momento, puede ser mainstream, puede ser indie, algo que te guste. Ok, bueno, a ver, la recomendación de Sonido San Francisco... Bueno, esta recomendación salía como en un mes. ¿no? no, escuchen lo último que sacamos, que ya tiene como un añito. Ya. Yeah. Eh, ah, no, no me decido cuál. A ver, Misa de Gallo. Misa de Gallo es una canción muy linda. Es una canción instrumental. No, okay. no tiene voces, es totalmente instrumental. Es una, una versión electrónica de, 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 basada un poco en la música tradicional colombiana, la música como las big bands de cumbia ¿no? okay. de los de los de los 50, ¿no? Es como música viejita, pero claro, tiene ahí su toquecito electrónico. Eh, sí, escuchen Misa de Gallo, en un mes sale el primer sencillo de lo nuevo que se llama Salpicón y Borojó. Okay. Eso, pero bueno, eso es en un mes. Y luego, a ver, ¿qué, qué una recomendación. ¿Qué te eh, inspira? ¿Qué te está gustando de, el momento? Ah, pues Bruno G. Oh, no, sí. pero espera, espera, no, a ver, no, no, no. Porque, no <risa> eh, <voy> a cagar. <risa> too <risa> easy, too Exacto, easy. Exacto, demasiado, demasiado obvio, ¿no? Este... Este. ¿Te pasa que cuando te preguntan algo así específico, algo como, recomienda algo, no te acuerdas de nada?
1: Pues qué venías escuchando de camino acá.
9: He estado esc- ah, ¿sabes qué? Que me, que me encanta y que acaba de sacar canción hoy, el día de hoy saco una rola, una, rola. Es una chica que incluso la, la íbamos a traer a hacer el circuito, este circuito que todavía no puedo anunciarlo porque es, es, eh, o sea, todavía no sale, pero estas 12 fechas las íbamos a hacer con una, una, una buena amiga que se llama Wala, que vive en Dinamarca, ella es Alohuala. Ella, yeah, yeah. ella, estoy escuchando. Exactamente, exacto. Ella, ella es de allá, ella es de ah, no, ella es de, de Los Ángeles, ella es de LA, yeah, pero yeah. pero eso, estoy escuchando muchísimo sacó canción. hoy oh, acá la tengo. Espérate, espérate un segundo.
1: Okay, eh, 1 2 3, bla bla bla, editar, no te preocupes.
9: Ah, exacto, sí, sí, sí. a mi muro, llegamos, Así es, así es
1: todo el rato es como hay que
9: editar, tarara sí, sí, exacto, <risas> face, ya, porque no me acuerdo el nombre de la canción nueva, pero aquí la compartí y acá está. Paralyzed. 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 Paralyzed de Alohuala. Escuchen Alohuala, porque está muy lindo lo que está haciendo. Es una chica que es súper linda, súper buena gente. Vale la pena, pues, ¿no? Está, está chido. Excelente. Muchísimas gracias, Sebastián.
1: Con buena onda. And as per Sebastián's request, we are going to play Misa de Gallo, Baila Sonora San Francisco, followed by Alohuala's Paralyzed.
10: It for me, sweet, sweet love, stick it to me. People stand strong, clap it for me. Clap, clap it for me. Get gonna not be civilized, so we can get a bite of that paradise. Paralyzed in paradise, in paradise. All the I don't wanna come here, be the regular time. If you don't want a piece then we see you later. we the champion, vision heavyweight time. Vision heavyweight time. Got gratitude, show it to me. Fa la la sing it to me. Like what you see, clap it for me clap clap it for me we know a soupy the instigator he'll bite strong like alligator one way up on the elevator how we make love if you go hater you go with the road but you can't fight nature when you gonna get that we, we, we the nature we the nature we the nature if you tell me no I until the end I go never stop always I where we go unless we if you tell me no I until the end I go never stop always I Stick it to me. People stand strong, clap it for me. Clap, clap it for me. Get you gonna not be civilized. So we can get a bite of that paradise. Paralyzed in paradise. In paradise. Alla, wella, come here, be the regulator. If you don't want a piece, then we see you later. We the champion, vision heavyweight time. Vision heavyweight time. Got gratitude, show it to me. Fa la la la, sing it to me. Like what you see, clap it for me. Clap, clap it for me You know for us to be the instigator Feel right, strong like alligator One way up on the elevator How we make love if you go hater You go with the road but you can't fight nature When you gonna get that, we, we the nature We the nature
7: We the nature
10: If you tell me no, I Until the end I go Never stop, always I Where we go unless we If you tell me no, I until the end I go, never stop always I, where we go unless we <laughs>
0: So this has been amazing. I I laughed, I cried. I freaked out. I had severe FOMO. Um yeah, there was I mean, I mean, this is truly
1: madly deeply the definitive story on on what happened at Ceremonia. Like I, you know, you wanted the tea, that's the tea. I really didn't leave a whole lot out, you know. I mean, if this there, has
0: been the most epic episode
1: of Song Mess <laughs> If there had ever. been sex capades, I probably would have talked about them as well. Like, you know, I mean, I, I, the only thing I left out were like the garnishes on my tacos. Like, I really tried to put as much as I could into, into this episode, girl. I
0: mean, there was cilantro, right? Oh, of course. And lime. Anyway. Anyway.
1: Those taquitos al pastor were, oh my God. Um well so what have what have we got left? One one more interview? We do have one more interview, but um before we listen to this probably my favorite interview that I did actually. Um please,
0: Bev I'm just I'm so tired. What
1: where can people listen to our stuff?
0: I'm tired too, but Song Mess doesn't sleep. And <laughs> well done. And so and and if you're not sleeping right now. You can follow us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. You can like us on Facebook or Instagram or even Twitter at Song Mess Music. And. Well, and, you know,
1: we are currently working on some exciting new things. Uh, we are trying to get over this mountain of uh, writing that we both have to do. But once that is done, hopefully we can take Songmas to the next level. Um, I have a confession to make, uh, which I, I, I mean, I've been very open about. I uh, plan on moving to Mexico in February of next year. I'm putting it out into the airwaves to shame myself publicly if I don't meet my goal um, wow, this is serious. I'm very serious. I am absolutely doing it, and like this trip really consolidated that for me. I'm just like I cannot wait to go back. I cannot wait to be a part of the scene. I like. I feel like I could really swim around in, me- in the Mexico City scene the same way that I probably could in Chile as well. So
0: you know, <clears throat> I uh, I feel that, and you should do it because. Uh, I had the opportunity to interview um, Henry D'Arthene from uh, La Vida Boheme recently. Oh, wow. And the band has been, um, you know, they're from Venezuela, but they've been living in Mexico City. Yes. And, you know, he was just talking about how like moving there has been very healing for the band and it's been beautiful. And I, all I could think about is the, when I was there and how happy I felt randomly.
1: And it's interesting that you should say that because our last interview, uh, which uh, is with Santiago, the singer of Big, Big Love, um, really he really echoed that. He really was all about um, praising the Mexico City scene and about how inspiring and nurturing it is and how everybody's really ready to lend each other a helping hand. Um, is is it something in the water? What is going on? It might be. It's just an energy. I when well when we first met, you know, um, we had a conversation about the difference between Gringo indie and Latin indie, and I feel like Latin indie is just very humble. Like obviously, you're always going to have like some really stuck up people who think that they're doing the Lord's work here, but. Generally speaking, like everybody's kind of like from a, a humble background, and everybody's just sort of like, you know, humbly making, you know, music that they're excited about and that they just want to be a part of the scene. And so that's why I've uh, felt so excited all these years to be a part of it now.
0: Oh, like Indie in the US used to be. A million years ago.
1: Absolutely. It's just like, you're like me? Oh my God. Um, And so, that's really exciting. And again, I just want to give a very special shout out to Big Big Love. They opened for the Plastics Revolution that night that, that I had the chance to like, you know, interview all these people and they were phenomenal. Phenomenal. And like, they were all excellent musicians and Santiago himself just had an energy that was amazing. He is an awesome front man and like, I have a major crush on him because he's my type and (laughs) but he's also like super cool super smart and just like man
0: crush Monday is in an amazing band
1: and he is a super sweet guy so the interview is just like him again echoing all these emotions of like oh my god I'm so excited to be here and everything is fucking cool and he's the shit so um we're gonna play some songs Uh, To sign out, again, this is, uh, we're going to end up, uh, we're going to close out with a song by Mint Field called Nada Es Estático y Evoluciona. And then um, Big Big Love's song is called Winning. So again, this is our interview, my interview with Santiago, followed by some jams, and then we're going to go home and sleep. Um, Thank you so much for listening, you guys.
0: We're going to go take a nap now, guys. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye, Tilda. Cómo te llamas? Santiago. Santiago, ¿qué? Okay. Uh, pues, hola. Estoy acá con Santiago de Big Big Love, el cantante, el frontman. Uh-huh. O sea, este, lo acabo de te acabo de ver. Tocaste increíble con antes abriendo para Big Big Love. Wow, oh my God. Para los Plastics. Para los Plastics. Sorry, el alcohol. <risas> um,
11: primero que todo, ¿cómo te sientes? ¿Qué te parece el show? Muy chido. Siempre es es una gozada. Pues como tocar, o sea, en general todavía estamos en esa etapa que disfrutamos al cien tocar Y eso es algo que, de lo que estamos muy conscientes y que nos encanta Y por el show de hoy que fue con los plastics Y que hubo tantos amigos y, y gente pues, que nos quiere y que las queremos Pues fue como una fiesta increíble de, de energía, muy bonito
1: Se nota que hay mucho amor en el aire, o sea, sí. es, es lo que más me ha gustado de la escena acá Es que todo el mundo se bueno, conoce Sí,
11: pues es que es como... No sé, como que México estuvo estancado mucho tiempo en mucha mierda, como, no sé, como de de monopolios musicales. Y hasta ahorita que empezó, bueno, no hasta ahorita, ya desde hace un rato donde la gente se dio cuenta que puede hacer música sin pertenecer a una disquera enorme o o sin tener dinero, pues como que todos nos dimos cuenta que lo mejor era tener una convivencia sana y salir todos juntos para arriba, yeah. entonces eso eso es, un, eso es un privilegio, como estar en una escena tan chida donde seas amigo de los Plastics y de Little Jesus y de los Hawaiian Gremlins sí, eso y de, de Matino Manzana y de que todos estemos juntos siempre y que seamos brothers, no nada más cuando tocamos sino que nos veamos y vayamos a cenar y echemos desmadres, y eso es muy chido y eso es algo como muy de la Ciudad de México que está increíble y otras bandas que vienen como no sé, Vaya Futuro, Mint Field yeah, de, yeah. de, de Tijuana que que llegan aquí en vez de ser como los nuevos o algo así al contrario como lo más chido es como recibirlos y también que sean tus brothers y que todo pase es como estar todos juntos todo el tiempo porque es como una convivencia muy chida que nutre mucho de ta, ta, tanto como de inspiración y creatividad hasta como de neta poder echar así desmadre sí. eso es muy chido
1: o sea es, eso, es, eso es la onda eso es lo que esta es la escena verdad creo que lo que más destacó para mí porque realmente yo los conocía por nombre no por música Ajá. y lo que más me destacó fue la energía o sea ¿de dónde sale ese qué sé yo esa energía en el escenario qué onda es, es parte del del, del, del del nombre de la idea o sea, pues o sea, pues
11: en realidad sale o sea para nada yo yo creo que ninguno de los cuatro hemos alguna vez como forzado la energía o sea de que claro. como están en el escenario como "Güey, me voy a poner bien loco solo por O pues en realidad es como lo, lo que sentimos. Y justo hoy con el con nuestros cuates que estaban los plásticos ahí sí. y, y nuestros amigos hubo una sinergia muy chida que, que nos hizo como retroalimentarnos de energía y pues sacarla. Como que siempre intentamos dar lo mejor que podamos, así sea como, no sé, un venue enorme con muchas personas o, o una tocada en ensenada para cuatro personas con el peor audio de la historia. Pues siempre es chido como expresarte, pues no sé, es como... Sí, estoy hablando mucho, pero, pero no, creo dale, que dale. creo que somos muy afortunados de poder, o sea, los músicos de poder como tocar en vivo y hacer eso. Hay veces que no las haces, haces como por, no sé, una pizza o no sé, pero güey, creo que es algo muy chido tener la oportunidad como de expresarte y expresar tus canciones para la gente. Entonces pues eso sale natural, o sea, es así como, güey, te traigo esto, te lo voy a dar porque así es. Y, ese,
1: y esa es la idea del arte, o sea, ah. si es genuino, se nota Exacto. Y si es como planeado, Exacto. también se nota Totalmente Ya, yeah. y esto como es un show de música latina, para cerrar siempre pregunto Danos una recomendación de tu música y también de algún otro artista latino Alguien que te, te llame la atención, alguien que te esté inspirando Algo que esté bueno al momento
11: Pues ahorita también me está inspirando mucho Midfield y Vaya Futuro, la neta yeah. O sea, son bandas que me encantan Y lo nuevo de los plastics también me inspiró mucho y que lo vi en vivo. De verdad, sentí cosas muy bonitas. Ah, muy bueno. Muy bonitas. Y hay cosas pasando en Latinoamérica increíbles. No sé, acabo de tener una experiencia casi religiosa viendo a Bjork en el Auditorio Nacional. ¡Ah, fuiste! ¿Qué tal? Y pues me volví lo, lo, loco. Pero me encantó que la orquesta que traía era mexicana. Sí. Y en ninguna revista y en ninguna reseña que he leído... Sale el nombre de la orquesta o del, o, 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 Y eso es algo muy triste Porque claro. es güey, York eh, Está tocando con músicos mexicanos Que lo hicieron al nivel de cualquier músico De todo el mundo Y nadie lo está reconociendo Y entonces O sea, eso me inspiró un buen como Y creo que, que ella le dio ese reconocimiento Ella dijo, estoy tocando con eh, tal orquesta eh, Ella dijo, la orquesta de tal, pero como tenía un acento raro en español, nadie entendió nada, y entonces la prensa no sabe nada, nada. pero me me encantó que fueran mexicanos, me encantó.
1: ¿Y cuál es una buena canción de Big Big Love para para nuestros escuchas?
11: Pues a mí la canción que más me gusta yo creo que es Winning, pero... Sí, Winning, es una canción un poco larga, pero pues justo es de muchas... Tiene como tres partes y tiene unas transiciones muy chidas Y es como la rola que más hemos disfrutado de componer Porque todo fue como basado en una pintura de Damien Hirst Y nos clavamos un buen como en sacar como... Pues ya sabes, así fue uno de esos momentos súper clavados De sacar como la proporción áurea del cuadro Y pasarlo a la... A un loop y luego la armonía, analizarla y así, y al final quedó algo súper bonito y simple, pero que estaba inspirado en eso y estoy muy orgulloso de esa canción.
1: Mira, tu energía, tu emoción, <risa> se nota, eso es lo que escuchamos, muchas gracias Santiago. Ver, muchas gracias, primer mucho.